0: This is a headgum podcast.
1: This week's episode is brought to you by Ned. Tim, we we've both uh, used CBD before. Is that correct? That it that is. Uh, I'm not asking you like you're on trial, even though it sounds that way.
0: You phrased it the way that uh, that a lawyer would phrase it. I think we've been cross examined (laughs) many times, Tom.
1: Uh, We both use it for uh, things like sleeping. Uh, As an anti-inflammatory, it's nice for uh, anxiety. However, the CBD market has become extremely saturated over the last few years. It seems like now you can buy CBD in almost every coffee shop, grocery store, and even online via Facebook slash Instagram ads. So you have to be careful where you buy your CBD because just like with low-quality alcohol, low-quality CBD can have undesired effects. The CBD brand that I've been using lately, Tim, it's called Ned. You've been using it too, I believe. Mm-hmm. They produce some of the highest quality CBD available in the world. Ned produces several quality, full-spectrum hemp oil products extracted from organically grown hemp plants, all sourced from an independent farmer named Jonathan and Paonia. Colorado, I believe is the way it's pronounced. If you have a man, you should do a Google image search for this place. It's beautiful. You'd you'd want to be a hemp plant grown in this place. You haven't been there. These products that Ned offers are science-backed, nature-based solutions that offer an alternative to prescription and over-the-counter drugs. They are chock-full of premium CBD and a full spectrum of active cannabinoids. Terpenes, flavonoids, and trichomes, Ned's full-spectrum hemp oil nourishes the body's endocannabinoid system to offer functional support for stress, sleep, inflammation, and balance. If you want to check out Ned and their full-spectrum hemp oil or sleep blend for yourself, we have a special offer for the Complete Guide to Everything audience. Go to helloned.com/slash. Hello
0: Ned. Oh, sorry.
1: Hello slash guide and enter "guide" at checkout for 15% off your first one-time order or 20% off your first subscription order. That's h-e-l-l-o-n-e-d.com/slash/guide to get 15% off your first one-time order or 20% off your first subscription order. Thank you to Ned for sponsoring our program and offering our listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your host Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, you notice anything different about me? Oh, you got a haircut. I got a haircut. Well, you got a hat on, though, so that's tough. I'll
0: take the hat off.
1: Well, and you told me that you had some hot haircut anecdotes to, to tell. Well, Tom, I told you
0: that in confidence. <laughs> I wanted to surprise the listener with it because we get a good response whenever we have a haircut talk
1: here. People love it. I mean, we should just uh, rebrand the podcast and then uh, become th- th- that those kinds of maniacs to get weekly haircuts.
0: Tom... I've told you this before, right? Mm-hmm. I I aspire one day to have a job where I could get a daily ha- haircut, <laughs> and I think so, the only job is like newscaster, yeah, right?
1: newscaster or like talk show host or soap opera star, somebody who's on television every day. Yeah, we'll we'll get a. Wouldn't daily that be haircut.
0: cool? You uh, sit down in a chair, and that way, it wouldn't take that long. It's just like a couple minutes every day.
1: You think? I mean, I think it would take. The same amount of time. What are you, nuts? You're just not cutting as much, but you still got to cut every hair uh, a little teeny bit. Mm,
0: Yeah, when I do get a haircut,
1: they do cut each hair one by one. (laughs) I mean, how can you possibly need a daily haircut? You you don't need it. You don't need anything. I don't need a
0: a monthly haircut, (laughs) and I don't get a monthly haircut. I go once every couple months.
1: But I'm saying at some point, If you're getting daily haircuts, you're going to say to the barber, hey, wait a minute. (laughs) Look, I came in here with a very big head of hair, and now I'm practically shaved bald because... uh, you know, you don't know when to say when.
0: I think it's a it's a different kind of barber that you're that we're <laughs> thinking of, Tom. You can't get a regular guy in there that's like used to cutting a whole bunch of hair <laughs> right. at once.
1: So you, you have to get a barber that's used to only cutting a little bit of hair. Yeah, I'm sure
0: that like that is a a, a special skill in the world of of barbary, Barbiture. where uh, um, yeah, you know, where it's you like you know what. I can do a daily cleanup. Like, th- I think it's different if you work on the Today Show and you're yeah. giving Matt Lauer a haircut every morning <laughs> Damn, my bad when he gets news about there. What? I don't want to hear any bad news about <laughs> he's, he's safe, right? He, I think he is he's safe very and he's safe. Okay?
1: But uh, he's not been on the Today Show for a while due to uh, some issues. Uh, COVID. Yeah, No, no I know. He's no, little, no. Uh, they kept doing the uh, Today yeah. Show even during COVID. This was before I know, but COVID. you
0: don't want to put Lauer in danger. Oh, You well, make maybe him come to the how... studio every day and, uh, oh, no.
1: Well, I mean, beyond him being an awful person, you've uh, what? You've Say g- what? <laughs> you've given a horrible example, Tim, because Matt Lauer, we watched him go bald onto the on the today show. Do you think
0: that was because his yeah. daily It might have barber- been it wow. might have been
1: to the point where, you know, this poor barber backed himself into a corner Kept giving him a haircut every day, and it got to a point where Matt, Matt Lauer's bald. And he yeah, but he, like,
0: the barber's afraid for his livelihood, so he's still snipping around.
1: <laughs> right. Well, I was gonna say, I wonder if one of the if if uh, the type of barber that does daily haircuts for a TV or show or something is just like a really good bullshit artist. Who's just snipping the air and being like, oh, yeah, you got a bunch of wild hairs that grew two inches uh, since last night. It's
0: got to be something. You're doing something because if you're getting a daily haircut, it's not going to, after a month, you're not going to need a big cut.
1: Maybe the people that give a daily haircut, they're just very good at like I'm cutting a quarter of an inch or not even that. It's like I'm cutting in the same spots every day, the same air. And some days, some hairs are going to be in there. Mm -hmm. Some days, they're not. Yeah, that's all I want. Well, I'm telling you, most days, nothing's going to be in there.
0: Tom, what I want to (laughs) do, I aspire to be and have long aspired to this, like a cartoon character. I want to be wearing the same clothes every day, but like freshly laundered. Right, like it never right. looks like, oh, this guy's been in the same outfit for, for six months. Yeah. Um, and but you, it's just like and signature you outfit. Want,
1: want the same length hair yeah, all the time. I
0: want, I want to look exactly the same every time you see me. You know what? I, I hate when celebrities, Tom, your dog Ginger is <laughs> freaking me out. She's walking over near the equipment. Just sit down. Um, yeah, uh, these celebrities when, uh, you know, a guy who didn't have a beard now has a beard?
1: Uh-huh. Stop it. Yeah, you don't like that. You should
0: have one look.
1: Well, and you've said you get very uh, mad about women who age in Hollywood. That's not, I've you've never said, said that. I've never said that. they are like, get off, get off the silver screen. Nobody nah. wants to see that.
0: Tom, you know. I'm, or, uh, or get I'm, some I'm work I'm done. as more or as or more a fan of the Gene the Smart Renaissance as, as anybody.
1: Yeah, that's true. Did you know y- you watch? Did you watch Watchmen? Um, who watches the Watchmen? Yeah, it, that's from the comics. Did you watch Watchmen?
0: I I recently rewatched the first episode, okay. which is where I got last time. Right, and it's uh, it, it's good. Right. But I'm also like I feel like I'm paying too much attention to things because I don't, I'm not familiar with. <laughs> well, that's never been a problem before in your life. No, I've never been a fan of. I've never read the comic, and right. I didn't see uh, your favorite movie of all time, Zack Snyder's The Watchman.
1: <laughs> hey, Well, you wouldn't like reading the comic because you see Doctor Manhattan's penis, and you got so scandalized seeing Lois Lane's butt in a comic that you would. Li- I don't know. No, I think you wrote for, a letter to. the years, to you like comics. you
0: had to read all. All-Star Superman, Tim. Oh, it'll change your life. Page three, it's Lois Lane's butt. And I'm like, oh, I know why this changed (laughs) Tom's life. Because he finally saw a butt in the comics. I've seen
1: Lois Lane's butt before.
0: Anyway, Terry Hatcher.
1: Yeah, actually. uh, I don't know if I've ever seen her butt. I remember seeing her boobs in that movie. Well, it was a big deal as, like, a, I don't know, a teenage boy. It was like, hey, guess what? Lois Lane's in a movie. And I didn't, it was an R-rated movie, and I was not old enough. And I remember, I think it was me and AJ, we had just seen some, like, I think we had just seen that uh, Ivan Reitman movie, Evolution.
0: Okay. So time, remember I think that, that? I think with that David movie Duchovny? came out in, like, 2003, putting you
1: firmly <laughs> in your 20s. Uh, maybe it wasn't that movie then. Maybe it was a different movie. Uh, but I remember we saw some movie that was, like, not very good, and we, we felt like we hadn't got our money's worth. So we went into the theater where uh, the movie that famously had Terry Hatcher show her boobs. Okay, yeah. Which I don't remember the name of. All right. And tough. I've never been so lucky in my life, Tim. We snuck into that theater. We sat down, and it happened right away. We're gonna have to dump and this. And then we were, segment, <laughs> and we were like, "All right, we can, we can go. We saw it. Great. A couple of pervs in the <laughs> movie theater. Great. Um. Anyway, I was, I was gonna say about Watchmen um and Gene smart great i'm very that's happy that's why
0: that's why i started watching it again because yeah. oh my my thing was because i felt like i had to um really get the context by paying a lot of attention cuz i don't know i know this is essentially a sequel right. series to that so it's like mm-hmm. not ha- not knowing the source material or the the original material i'm going to have my brain's going to be at the working overtime <laughs> right. and then at the end of the first episode i'm like I think I understand this. I don't think I needed to like watch the body language of every no. single extra to to understand. So I think I'm gonna keep watching it, Tom. This yeah. was just a couple nights ago I started because oh, okay. of the Gene Smart Renaissance. Uh, right. I was like, well, I gotta watch that and the Mayor of Easttown.
1: Well, um, and we both watched Hacks, and we yeah. both really liked Hacks.
0: Yeah. Um, Tom, you like a uh, different <laughs> type of hack, computer hackers.
1: Well, you like a different kind of hack, being one.
0: That's what that's what they're talking about in oh, thing. I guess that's you like the same, same type of hat, yeah, <laughs> um. Yeah,
1: so uh, I only watched it because I thought it was about uh, you know famous hacks that have happened throughout uh, the computer history. Tom, a lady was cutting my hair, and she was so much
0: like Megan Mullally, Um, (laughs) specifically Megan Mullally's character in Party Down.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. She
0: was so chatty, Tom, and you know me—I'm not good at small talk.
1: Right, you're not good at big talk either.
0: I'm not good at any kind of talk. I'm not a
1: talker. You're good at. uh... I'm a thinker. I'm a doer. I'm not a talker. I mean, you you've done a, a podcast for a long time that involves just talking <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> endlessly.
1: It's, yeah, it's not very successful. That's true. I mean, I guess people could look at that and be like, "Yeah, look, he's not good at talking."
0: Yeah, we have we have hundreds of hours of documented proof <laughs> <laughs> of how bad he is at talking. That's true. Yeah. Ums and likes and uh, uh and duh. uh.
1: <laughs> uh you know who you, you can forget your famous podcast catchphrase? Dude, which way did he go?
0: <laughs> I wish I was that articulate. <laughs> um all right, so normally yeah, uh, somebody's cutting my hair and they're trying to make small talk and I can like signal pretty quickly like I'll answer. It's usually I usually, usually answer with a lie.
1: Right. Or usually you signal with just a a single finger up to your me, lips. Me,
0: me, <laughs> me, me, me. <laughs> No, but, like, I think people can get the vibe of, I, yeah, I think yeah, most yeah. of the time, somebody kind of here is like, all right, I'm going to see what, I'm going to gauge how much this person is interested right. in. And I honestly, don't...
1: I do feel bad for barbers because they have a bad uh, reputation uh, as, like, chatty Cathy's. But I think it's it's an occupational hazard where it's like, no, some people like to talk to the barber. And yeah. if they if the barber isn't chatty, then they're like, whew, well, I'm not tipping or I'm going to leave a bad review. Yeah. But this, I
0: also felt a little start. I felt like I was talking to Megan Mullally the whole time, and that <laughs> helped. Yeah. But, like, she would not let a second go. So I was like, I have to be in this. Like, yeah. and I was like, eh, maybe this, I can turn into a guy that's chatty. And I told the truth to every question <laughs> she asked me. Wow. Um, I asked her questions huh. in in return. What like, what kind we, of
1: scissors are those? We
0: we had a real conversation. No, like I know where she grew up. Yeah, wow. Where she lives her her, where, her her son's going to Amherst in the fall. Tom is wow. a Congratulations. freshman. Yeah, that's what I said. Congratulations. And she said <laughs> <Wow>. thank you. <laughs> Sounds it like, like you did a good job. Two adults having a conversation. Yeah, and we didn't even know each other. Wow. It was wild. Um, it also makes me think that I'd be a really bad spy. Uh huh. Because. Um, you know how like sometimes they're like, Ah, we found you, you're a spy and we're gonna torture you to know what you what you know. Yeah. All they would have to do is send somebody in where I'd feel awkward if I didn't talk to <laughs> right. them. Send in a Megan Mullally type to just be like, hey, what do you know about this stuff? And I'd <laughs> hey, be like, what do you know? I should probably just answer with the truth
1: yeah. because it would be rude not to. Well, I mean, we, we discussed last week about how neither of us would make for very good guys, spies because we'd be nervous all the time. Yeah. So not only would you be so nervous that you would be easily caught, but then you would immediately give up everything you know just by having somebody nice ask you. <laughs> They'd be able to come in and just play good cop, better cop. Exactly. And look,
0: uh, save everybody a lot of time because I'm yeah. gonna break anyway. And let's not let's not hurt old Timmy. Let's just. Uh...
1: Do you think it would be a good idea? Maybe you've stumbled on a a, a business venture here. Uh, barbershop staffed by lookalikes. Mm. You know, and then it's like. Yeah, you know, you know what to talk with this person about because maybe you have some questions about, you know, Marilyn Monroe's final days.
0: Wait, so these people would actually embody those people. Oh yeah, huh. they wouldn't
1: just be lookalikes, they would be full-on impersonators. Wow,
0: that's a that's a, that's a wild idea. <laughs>
1: right, but you would go. I would go to that if it's like guess guess who's cutting your hair today. Robert De- Robert De Niro uh from taxi driver oh so
0: in that case he would be an actual character from a
1: movie <laughs> maybe you know uh, what for makes the,
0: for, bickle tick i wouldn't want him uh, around well, my, with scissors yeah,
1: yeah. well but i think for the impersonators that would be fun because then you know like uh, really ham it up yeah and like bruce lee can wear like his enter the dragon costume one day right. and he's like i'm my character from enter the dragon right uh and yeah, it, it would keep it fresh for everyone. I was going to say about Watchmen, I I was going to say, despite loving Jean Smart in everything she's done recently, I was, uh, and this is quite a feat, disappointed that she was the second choice for that character in Watchmen. Who was the first? Sigourney Weaver. Ripley herself. She would have been great. And apparently, like...
0: That was during the Sigournissance.
1: Yeah. And apparently, Jean Smart got hired, I guess, like... Uh, yeah, you know, they were negotiating with Sigourney Weaver, and it just didn't work out. Because uh, Jean Smart said she got hired like a week before the show, mm. and she was like, "I like, I really didn't have time to research the character, like I." You know, just, I never
0: would have done it if I had known.
1: I mean, I can't imagine Jean Smart sitting down and, and reading a, a full uh, like 12-issue comic No, oh, You run. think
0: she's not smart enough? No, I think she'd get it's halfway... It's right her name, Tom. <laughs> no, but I
1: think she'd get halfway through and be like, nah, this is all nonsense. <laughs>
0: you... Sure, I'll do it. They'll pay me, right?
1: Uh, did you know that uh, Jean Smart's real name is Elizabeth Smart?
0: Ah, she was prescient for. Yeah. uh or I forget if
1: it's her middle name or her real first name. I think she might be Elizabeth Jean Smart. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, as good as she was, Sigourney Weaver would have been awesome.
0: Hey, that hey, I, I, Sigourney I hope Weaver, for your sake the multiverse theory is real. So maybe one day we can travel to that multiverse <laughs> and, 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 and see watch that.
1: where yeah. Sigourney Weaver <laughs> yeah. plays. I mean, Sigourney Weaver, one one of America's most underrated actresses. Really? I think she's b- beloved
0: and works very frequently. God,
1: she doesn't work enough. I want to see her in everything Tom, she's I turning things down. Put her in the new- they, they
0: they've tried to get her for stuff. She's the one drawing line. <sighs> and you think a woman shouldn't be able to choose the projects that she works on and what she declines? I bet you think they all should I show think their they butts should just, in them too. It's no, like just, Lois Lane in the in in uh, the the pages of All-Star they Superman. Just find
1: a way or to Or Terry work
0: Hatcher in the movie that you don't even remember the name of.
1: Find a way to you know, work around Sigourney Weaver's schedule so she can be in everything. That's all I'm saying. Work around it. Get get her uh, uh, uh uh, stan lee style and up in front of a green screen and just have her say a bunch of things and then put her in the movies later you you heard him hollywood
0: get to it tom Mm -hmm? hot town summer in the city back (laughs) of my neck getting dirt and gritty Dirty yeah. and gritty? The
1: attempt has been discussed, I don't know, a hundred times?
0: Yeah, but it's the summertime. Yes. And that uh, summertime means only one thing, grilling. Yes. Backyard barbecues.
1: B- B-Y-B-B-Q. Yeah,
0: <laughs> the, the second part should be easy because it's something that you say all the time. <laughs> right.
1: No, I got stuck because I'm like, ah, backyard's one word, so it's really just B-B-B-Q. Right. Right. you're
0: treading uh, dangerously close to that Simpsons joke, which I think is my favorite joke of all
1: time. B-Y-O-B-B-B. It's it's Homer's
0: B-B-B-Q. The extra B is for (laughs) B-Y-O-B-B. The other Q is a typo. The other other,
1: other B. Yeah, we
0: did uh, did that joke (laughs) justice just (laughs) now, Tom. Hey, don't even bother watching The Simpsons. Yeah. We did it for you.
1: A lot of people are hearing that joke for the first time, and, and, and this will be the definitive version as, as far as they're concerned.
0: I think two spinoff podcasts one where we're just talking about haircuts, mm-hmm. and another where we're just recounting our favorite Simpsons jokes <laughs> from memory. From memory. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I knew that joke, and you interrupted me to get it wrong right. several so times. Right. So, yeah,
1: it's my fault. Okay. It's your fault. Trying to help you along, I thought maybe. Why uh, would you? Why would you? Your think, memory's not what. It why used would to you be. think that? Tim, we're talking about grilling.
0: You're old. You're older How than dare me, you, Tim. Oh, this is what I wanted to ask you real quick about
1: uh-huh. haircuts because yeah.
0: this is the first time this happened. And I think it might just be specific to the Megan Malali-like woman who was uh-huh. cutting my hair.
1: But did they take your pants off when you take a haircut?
0: Tom, has a barber, mm-hmm. somebody cutting your hair ever asked you mind if I cut your eyebrows? <laughs> <laughs> no yeah
1: uh, didn't you say you just got your eyebrows yeah done? my
0: wife has been yelling at me about <laughs> yeah. do i have freaking uh what's you, his face you,
1: oh uh martin's short martin scorsese rather no no uh peter uh pumpkin
0: eater yeah peter peter pumpkin eater <laughs> his middle name's also peter
1: peter who the
0: dad from the oc
1: oh uh yeah, you have similar eyebrows to him. I can see that.
0: That's that sucks.
1: The guy from Happy Gilmore, the bad guy.
0: No, that's shooter McGavin.
1: Yeah. Oh, who am I thinking of then?
0: Oh, I know who. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, you don't have eyebrows that bad. That guy's got big old bushy but that's, eyebrows. That's
0: his. That's his signature. And it's like, are my eyebrows gonna have to be my signature now.
1: <laughs> you can't get them trimmed. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like Marty Scorsese, he can never get a you know Peter uh, Gallagher. Yes.
0: Man gallagher gallagher's <laughs> other
1: brother gallagher, gallagher's son
0: <laughs> the gallagher is gonna go on tour as gallagher three hey i <laughs> see it gonna get ri- yeah
1: yeah see see if he, he gets any of that smash watermelon melon stuck in his eyebrows if it catches some okay. um
0: i tried to quietly take off my sweatshirt and i knocked <laughs> into my microphone a hundred times just now uh barbecue Yeah. Well,
1: I was gonna say though, I thought you just had your eyebrows trimmed, and now the barber said she wanted to trim them. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Delighted my wife when I told her that. (sighs) She's like, "See, vindicated."
1: Um, I've I've been, uh, they've attempted to pressure me into beard trimmings.
0: I always, uh, I think that's a good idea to get once in a while. Yeah Uh, because they do a good job
1: yeah oh yeah i'm sure they do a good job i feel like whenever i've gone to the barber it's usually like everything's so overgrown you know including my beard probably where Mm -hmm. it's like no i'm gonna like shave this off as as soon as like i have a, a haircut yeah um not me yeah but uh, I'm trying to think maybe somebody has without asking, you know, just like trimmed a few stray well, that's hairs. audacious. No, nah, I don't mind that if it's like, oh, uh, there's like one or two like stray hairs. I'm just going to quickly. I like that. You. She asked. She was
0: yeah. like, do you mind? Anyway. Yeah.
1: I mean, she, Tim. Those eyebrows are pencil thin now, so it's kind of elegant, a, right? <laughs> you, you just look surprised all the time. I now. know that's very, I, very high arch on those eyebrows.
0: <laughs> I think, I think it's a, uh, it's a good signature. They, they go
1: halfway up your forehead. Uh, grilling, yeah. Tom, Mm-hmm.
0: pro, yay or nay? look. As mm-hmm. we're recording this, yes, and we're recording in advance. I'm taking a trip. Yeah. I'm going to Hawaii for a few weeks. Tim a few Tim's
1: uh, uh going to prison for for a short stint.
0: Um I'm going to neither of those places, Tom. <laughs> You'll never know where. You're I'm going,
1: going to a Ho- <laughs> <an> Hawaiian prison.
0: <laughs> I bet a Hawaiian prison's pretty nice. It's probably Ugh, nicer than my apartment. <laughs> right? I don't know.
1: I don't think so. Hawaii's like kind of crime-riddled. I think you don't know that. I do know that. I used to know somebody who lived in Hawaii. Who
0: was a cast member from this Lost? guy
1: Woody? Woody? Yeah, Woody Boyd. No, he lives in Boston and he no, tends no, bar. No, no, no. This guy Woody that I worked with in college, uh. and he was from Hawaii. And he said Hawaii has a lot of crime, like outside this of the guy named tourist. Woody, no. What about a place like Hawaii? You trust that guy more than anybody. Mm. But he said, uh "Yeah, like outside the touristy areas, yeah, there's a lot of poverty." And a lot of uh, crime. Okay. Tom, you really brought things down. I'm just saying I I doubt that the the, the prisons in Hawaii are nice.
0: There's a Twitter debate raging over an article written Uh about uh, grilling being bad.
1: Yes. Here
0: we are. Look, if you're listening to this and you're like, they're pretending like this is ripped from the headlines. Where (laughs) we are, this is ripped from the headlines. It might be old news to you, but- What is the show if not rehashing old news? news?
1: (laughs) The headline is Admit It, Grilling is Bad. Yeah. Just because.
0: By Josh Barrow for Business Insider Reporting.
1: Just because you can cook outside doesn't mean you should. Your grill is dirty, has poor temper control. Temperature control and lets fat drop into the flame. Indoor cooking is better, which is why that's the main way you cook. This is an opinion column. The thoughts expressed are those of the author. Yeah, those are the bullet points up top. <laughs> I like
0: that Business Insider is like keeping
1: uh, this, this, this does, hot ticket arms this, length. This does not uh, uh, reflect the views of the news side of uh, Business Insider. Yeah,
0: Tom, where do you come down? No, I don't. want to. I don't want to harp on that article because right. I think it's really just clickbait. And like, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it's oh, also yeah. supposed to be lighthearted. And well, and like, it's. Click- I'd love to have debates about this rather than like, um, you know, like, oh, <laughs> important the, the, the things. rapist is going to be on the Supreme Court, and <laughs> half the country isn't supportive of him, and half is against him. You know, yeah. like, I think let, let's yeah, get the grilling debate. going. this a fine thing yeah. to, to
1: argue about. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is, like, it's a very clickbaity title. But then, when you get into um, uh, like the the reasons why, a lot of it is like he's talking about people that don't know what they're doing grilling. I think because like the first thing is your grill is filthy. And yeah, a lot of grills are filthy. A lot of people do now, not. His
0: argument is that like even if you do what you're supposed to, it's still kind of gross. And I agree. Look, Tom, w- here's where I come down on grilling, since you refuse to answer my <laughs> question, pro or con <laughs> grilling. I'm, I'm pro. I'm pro also, because I don't think grilling's a, like supposed to be about make cooking your food mm. optimally right right yeah it's supposed absolutely. to be like
1: a communal type of
0: yeah like making fun in the sun uh summertime fun times food right Right.
1: well and i think it's primarily seen as a way to like if you're having some kind of an outdoor party or get together a way that the person cooking isn't in you know away from the party the entire time. yeah you, you know, a good a good grilling party, you're making uh, the grill kind of the water cooler of your Ooh. backyard where everybody's gathering really around like that. to talk, exchange gossip, yeah. hot goss. Talking about last night's episode of Seinfeld. Right. All these things that people do every day in offices around the world.
0: I, I think uh, when it comes to meats, Tom. Yeah. Look. You're supposed to just overcook everything on the grill so it it doesn't taste good. There, it's not like if you're making a hamburger, it's like this needs to taste like a freaking Bobby Flay's Burger Bar uh, burger. It's like I've never had a barbecue, uh, a a, a hamburger at a backyard barbecue that hasn't been charred, (laughs) right? And like it's like a hockey puck, and I eat six of them, yeah, and four hot dogs. And you put it on a bun with a lot of condiments, and it's great. It's not not supposed to be uh, five-star dining. Yeah. This Uh, guy wants five-star dining everywhere, Tom. This guy's like, hey, uh, has a backyard barbecue ever won a Michelin star? No, then I don't want it. It's like, hey, not everything needs to win a Michelin star, sir.
1: Yeah, I think think you're right. Uh, This guy's all hung up on Michelin stars. If you read the subtext, he is just very hung up on Michelin stars. Yeah. Um, I think cooking meat on a grill is tricky well i was gonna say i i think on the other but it doesn't need to be good right i think on the other end of this debate ginger i swear (laughs) to god there are people that take grilling way too seriously Mm -hmm. and that's annoying yeah like uh
0: and also the people that take it real seriously like aren't that good on it
1: like unless aren't like, the, what aren't that good at it. Jeez, you were like so afraid to say that.
0: <laughs> Damn, I'm saying the thing. This could get me killed.
1: <laughs> no, I yeah, I agree that like any pretty much any time I've been somewhere where somebody's had like an expensive grill and expensive equipment and stuff, it's like this tastes like shit. This doesn't taste very good. Like, but the it's person, fine. It's a, well, here's no, the thing. Actually, in those cases, I'm like, this isn't like what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And what I'm looking for Got is a real bono situation, huh? Is is something that, uh, yeah, that has like a nice uh, outdoorsy flavor to it. Yeah, bad, badly cooked. Bad, yeah. My brother actually like he always jokes about like ah, I'm gonna like grill up some hockey pucks. He does like overcook things to the point where it's like, come on, this is ridiculous. <laughs> it's fine. It in this the last time I had one of his burgers, it was way too. Where I was like, this is this is way. I'm
0: too. sick of you using this podcast to assassinate <laughs> your brother's character. <laughs> to go weekend after weekend. my
1: family. Um, no, however, I will say in fairness that I am 100% a like. Burn my hot dog to a crisp. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. And I'll
0: mask it with ketchup and mustard. No, and, I won't even mask uh, it. I want
1: the I want the burn taste. Well, that'll or, kill you, Tom. Eh, who? I know it's like carcinogens, but like, have people what? Got, what isn't carcinogens? Exactly. Is yeah. there anybody that it's like? Well. We traced it back, and it was actually you. You ate uh, in your lifetime, you ate a hundred burnt hot dogs, yeah. and that's what did it. Even though you lived, you know, uh, next to power lines and smoked like a chimney,
0: grilling uh, both of the things that you do. I mean, we <laughs> all live near power and lines, you, and you
1: had a you know a, a homemade X-ray machine that you <laughs> insisted on using all the time.
0: Grilling is a form of cooking that involves dry heat applied to the surface of dry food. Dry heaves commonly from above below or from the side where else would it come from and
1: what what do you mean a dry heat is somebody cooking out there with wet heat um well there's no like oil right evolved. i guess that would be yeah. a wet heat
0: um and that's what they say they're like uh some people are saying like oh no grilling is actually more healthy because you're not you're not uh cooking it in fat right
1: the the fat's dripping off a la george foreman's uh right. grill
0: yeah, and that's something that uh, our business insider, uh, the the insider, uh, Mr. <laughs>
1: Barrow, um,
0: complains about the fat dripping in. And then he's also like, and that causes the, the flames ups. to flare up. And it's like, that's cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fire is
0: awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the flare up thing I thought was like a weird, like, who gives a shit about flare ups? I think that that's the problem.
0: Hey, unless we're talking about herpes, right? Yeah, you know I mean? then then
1: then you should be concerned about a flare. You should up. be
0: concerned about them.
1: You sound like <laughs> like you're about to introduce a uh, or like a our next sponsor.
0: <laughs> Anti herpes medication. Yeah. Why Maybe? not? We should do more ads for pharmaceuticals.
1: I don't think that's really up to us. I know you've you've. Uh, well, I mean, we can. You can be more people, proactive in t- reaching out oh, to the pharmaceuticals. Yeah. <laughs> do some pro bono. Yeah. Um, as,
0: a, as a way to get, uh, you know, hey, first hey, one's hey, free. Hey, get some samples. Hey, yeah You've, you've to constantly told
1: everybody at HeadGum that you want more pharmaceutical ads and more free pharmaceutical. We've done a decent amount of pharmaceutical no, ads. No, we've done and- like,
0: in, like gray areas.
1: <laughs> so what are you saying? You want to do black areas or like you want... Uh, like stuff you, stuff you have to go to your doctor and ask. about. Yeah. I want very specific. Like, do you have restless leg syndrome? You watch
0: HGTV and most of the commercials are for prescription drugs. Yeah. Those companies have so much money.
1: Who are the people going out and asking their doctor about X, Y, or Z? I get so like nervous, even just telling a doctor like, uh, like yeah, I've been prescribed like uh you know like my inhaler, which is like not something you can like. Uh, I mean, you probably. Oh, actually, I do know a way you can abuse it, which I won't tell you about. But um, I'll tell you off mic, Tim.
0: <laughs> Tom, I, yeah, I could, very clearly
1: when you started talking
0: about this, I I opened up a new tab on my computer and started started reading about Ooh. something else.
1: Um no uh uh you know stuff like that that's like you know i've i've taken for decades and that like can't really be abused and i still when i'm telling a doctor i'm like well you know in the past i've always taken uh this like could you give me a prescription for that i'm still afraid that they're like no i'm not just some some drugstore for a junkie. <laughs> so I can't even imagine like uh, mentioning it.
0: Just because d- you're a wuss, you can't <laughs> talk to somebody because they have an advanced degree.
1: All right. Well, maybe I maybe next time I'll go in, I'll say, you know, I heard from a friend that uh, oxycodone would be a, a big help for this, for my gold. <laughs> maybe, maybe you can give me a 90-day supply of that. with a a few refills yeah you would probably be like no apparently no they're all scared of getting sued now they won't give you that one you gotta figure out what you know what the new next one that they're over prescribing now and will cause a huge uh nationwide uh health concern later and we'll tell you what drug that is after the break This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out betterhelp.com guide. Life is full of stressors. It doesn't matter who you are or what you have, your life is probably stressful. You may not be feeling down and out depressed or like you're at a total loss, but if your stress is high, your temper is shorter than usual, or even if you're starting to feel strain in any of your relationships, you could probably use the chance to unload. Unload the stress and get it out. Talk to someone who's completely unbiased about your life. Someone who isn't going to judge you or take sides on anything. When there are problems you can't tell anyone or feel like you can't unload to family and friends, you need to unload it. And that's what therapy can be. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain from it. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Complete Guide to Everything listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com guide. That's b e t t e r h e l p dot com slash guide. Tim, welcome to StockX, the only live marketplace for what's now and next. Do you know what StockX is, Tim?
0: Tom, I'd like you to explain it. I know what it is, but I I would like you just to make sure we're clear. It's
1: a powerful marketplace that connects buyers and sellers of high-demand consumer goods from around the world using dynamic pricing mechanics. This approach allows buyers and sellers unparalleled access and market visibility powered by real-time data that enables StockX customers to determine and transact based on fair market value. Whether it's the latest sneakers, apparel, electronics collectibles, or trading cards, everything on StockX is brand new and 100% verified authentic. Tim, and maybe you should get back into uh, trading cards.
0: I'm open to it.
1: You can do it on StockX.
0: Now that I have a good way to do it.
1: Yeah, before you had to go down to the the local shop, which you weren't allowed in anymore, if I remember.
0: Well, the man there was unfair.
1: You can now just go to StockX for that kind of stuff. With StockX, you have the power to shop millions of hard-to-find or sold-out products at their true market value. Discover products that are on trend and ahead of the trends by shopping on StockX. Download the app or sign up online to start buying and selling in a few easy steps. Start shopping at StockX.com. Hey, our thank you to StockX for sponsoring the Complete Guide to Everything.
0: All right, Tom, back to grilling. (laughs) Enough of your drug talk.
1: Oh, I was going to say... uh, cooking meat is tricky because, like, I don't like stuff overcooked. I'm not the kind of maniac, though, that would ever like be like, "I want my burger medium rare." Like, uh, that's not
0: <laughs> you're allowed to. Or- oh, at a backyard at a, barbecue, yeah, okay. Because at a restaurant, <laughs> the server will usually ask you how you want well, it. done. I Tim- You're just like, I don't want to be prescriptive. Um, I'm not that kind
1: of guy. Well, whenever I've uh, you know worked up the nerve to ask for this at uh, like a McDonald's or a Burger King. Uh, they make me feel like an idiot. Even though Burger King's supposed to give it to you your way? Well, that's what I say to them. And I say, I would like a Whopper rare, please. I feel
0: like that, that'll that kill you.
1: <laughs> I don't want it on the grill. Just put it in the microwave to mm. defrost it and then put it on a bun for me.
0: Tom, when you are at a restaurant, a sit-down restaurant... yeah. And you're asked, "How do you want your burger done?" Mm. What's your answer?
1: Usually medium. Yeah, me too.
0: And uh, not for any reason though. It's like that seems like middle of the road. It's yeah, literally middle of the road. If
1: it's if it's a like a burger place, maybe I'll order medium rare. uh, uh if I like when try, people are like, oh, it's gonna be pink. Oh, hey, I need a pink. No, I'm not. I'm not real. I want picky. my burger pink in the middle. Uh, I'm not real picky, but if it's like a good burger place where it's like, okay, the the uh, like the meat is the draw draw here, and they've got like good cooks that I know. If I order something medium rare, it's gonna come out not rare. Mm-hmm. Uh, then maybe I'll order it medium rare.
0: Mm. I want a bleeding. Yeah, a hey, one burger. Hold the, the criers bleeding, bloody. Hold the criers. What do they call the uh, the, Hold the onions? The moo maybe. Oh, no. oh yeah, <laughs> like a diner
1: they call onions yeah. criers. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah
0: cool cuz onions make you cry. Yeah. And the cooks are like, "Thank God I can hold the onions." <laughs> yeah. Cuz otherwise, i will be back here crying.
1: Um So,
0: you've heard I, of uh I, "Don't cry over spilled milk." Uh what about uh have you ever heard of "Don't cry over chopped onions?"
1: Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. Um I uh, I've I've seen people uh chopping onions tearing up and uh run up to them and say, "Hey, why are you crying?" Yeah 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 what you miss your mommy (laughs) unfortunately it was somebody whose mother just passed (laughs) um to me that makes the joke better this is a backyard funeral (laughs) um but uh, this past weekend, we we had uh, we, we were both uh, around a grill. Neither of us did any grilling, right? I didn't do anything.
0: Yeah, we went with a big group. Yeah, and we got cabins, and mm-hmm. uh, there was communal space. And somebody like wrote a thank you wrap up email, mm-hmm. and they like called everyone out. It's like, thanks, Paul, for doing the grilling. Thank thanks. you,
1: Paul. <laughs> thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Buddha. Right? She thanks yeah. Buddha in that time. Sure. Anyway, she thanked everybody. And she's like, thanks, Tom, for building the fire, and blah, blah, blah. And I was the only one not thanked. And then I thought back. I was like, all I did all weekend was sit in a chair was drink.
1: <laughs> take and take and take. Yeah.
0: I mean, you would have if you could have. Nobody could get the oh. fire going. And you were just like, fine, I'll make the fire.
1: Yeah. Uh, but I also like enjoyed making a fire, so yeah. I didn't need to do yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Now I sat in a chair.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah I mean me me being thanked for making the fire it's like I had fun making the fire I don't think people had fun going to the grocery store and yeah. shopping <laughs> like yeah. they deserve thank yous more than me um but you know Tim I don't like being called a hero
0: I mean nobody called you a hero the
1: uh but uh, there was grilling happening
0: and I mean the only way that anyone would ever call you a hero is if they realize that you're full of baloney
1: A bologna hero, Tim. Nobody orders a bologna hero. I
0: think they have it at the... the... Tom, I think that was a solid joke. (laughs)
1: You go to Subway and order a bologna hero? Ugh. But they're like, that's what the manager eats every day. (laughs) 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 He abuses his managerial privilege and just gets uh, a half a pound of bologna (sighs) on, on white bread.
0: Freaking uh, baloney's gross enough. Subway baloney. Oh. Start doing subway commercials here. You could be the next Jared. Dumb. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, you always say that you want to be, but I don't think it's uh, it's because of uh, I just want to lose
1: enough weight so I can put both my legs in one pant leg, Tim. <laughs> um, the uh, anyway, like uh, somebody was grilling. It wasn't us, and I don't blame them, but um that night me and uh, a friend of ours polix who both had burgers we're both very sick and but i don't like we both were like maybe it was the burgers but like the burgers didn't seem undercooked and that is like if i'm grilling i i always overdo it just because i'm afraid of that mm-hmm. and like this burger was delicious so like honestly even if it even if you know like <laughs> god came down and was like look it was the the burger was undercooked that's what made you sick i'll let you redo this one thing in your life i'd probably still just be like nah the burger was good i'll take it again i'll just be sick at night
0: tom i guess i was gonna i was gonna pooping not
1: throwing up to be clear
0: okay i was gonna no, nobody asked
1: but like nauseous to that's the okay. point. nauseous to the point where i was like am i gonna throw up
0: you also drank like a gallon of
1: beer <laughs> yeah but i didn't have like a hangover the next day mm. which is the sure sign and but i think honestly it might have been uh me and this person uh pollux had both mostly been eating vegetarian lately mm-hmm. and i know at least for me this was my second hamburger of the day so it might have been my body just being like e- we're not you used gotta to these proteins this Yeah. this you idiot. Like we're already backed up from the Whopper you had earlier. And now you're shoving this in here. You
0: had a Whopper and you didn't get an impossible Whopper?
1: Um, Yes. Hmm. Did I? Yeah. Because I had actually wanted a sourdough King, but they didn't have it. Hmm. And I just kind of panicked and said Whopper. But I do prefer the impossible Whopper. Yeah. Mostly just because they make it fresh every time. It seems like they don't have those sitting around waiting. Um, and the difference between an old Whopper and a fresh Whopper is tremendous.
0: I agree. Tom, can mm-hmm. I ask you a question? Yeah.
1: Did anyone else
0: eat at Burger King when you stopped for Burger King? Yes. Okay. That's not what I was led to believe. <laughs> uh, I mean, I... Yeah. Here's here's the report I got. <laughs> All right. And this wasn't me. Um, I was driving. Uh-huh. I, I had a car full of people. You had a car full of people. Yes. Driving up. Um, and we were trying to figure out when you're getting there, because I know we left at roughly the same time. And we were low-key racing you, so I was happy to hear <laughs> uh, well, this, when lost. they were like, no, we beat oh, you
1: there. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, you won.
0: Well, when we knew that we could uh, start uh, taking our time was when uh, we got a report from your car. We're at uh, Burger King. Mm-hmm. Tom wanted to get lunch. Yes.
1: I mean that's true.
0: Yeah, but I I took that to mean nobody else was eating. Tom, we were gonna watch Tom eat a Whopper.
1: No, and not only that, Tim. On the way back, we stopped at a rest stop, and I got. Pizza because just because it seemed quicker, mm-hmm. I was trying to be courteous. Yeah, other people got McDonald's. Wow! So other people, not me, got McDonald's, and I didn't get McDonald's.
0: So was first time for everything. I was so
1: mad because I was like, I would have gotten McDonald's if I knew uh, I wasn't gonna like be. I wasn't mad that this took a few extra minutes, but I thought people would be mad at me, even though I was driving.
0: Tom, one time a group of us were driving back from a wedding mm-hmm. upstate, and you were driving. Yeah, and you were very hungover. We were all very hungover. Yeah, and you said I feel sick. Uh huh. We had to pull over at a rest stop, and mm. somebody else needs to drive. I'm so sick that I can't drive.
1: Yeah, I don't and then remember we this. Went
0: in, it's Andrew. Okay, so, uh huh. Um, we went in. uh, uh yeah, I felt awful after that. To wedding. a rest stop. Uh huh. And it was packed. Yeah. And the longest line was for a Burger King. <laughs> and we all went and used the bathroom, and we we're gonna go. We were like 45 minutes from home. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we come out of the bathroom. We're like, we're all ready to go. Where's Tom? You were in the middle of this Burger King line. Yeah. You made us stop because you felt sick uh-huh. and needed to switch drivers and then we had to wait an extra 20 minutes so you could get
1: Burger King that you would then eat in the car because you were too sick to drive. Well, probably my I was too hungry. That was probably what was making me sick. It, it, I'm sure that Burger King settled my stomach. <laughs>
0: That's never happened for anybody. No, when you, that Burger when King hung, settled my stomach. When you're stomach.
1: hungover... Sometimes you need to fill your your tummy full of garbage in order to, uh, you know, uh, get everybody else to fall in line down there.
0: Uh, Tom, I don't want to create controversy here. Mm-hmm. Propane versus or
1: charcoal. charcoal. Uh, I like charcoal better, but I'm not religious about it. I really don't.
0: Growing up, mm-hmm. Reynolds family. Yeah. Propane or charcoal in the backyard, Or on um, that little back deck that you. Guys. Yeah, we
1: had a. I remember as a kid. I didn't it, mean
0: that the deck was that little, but you know. Well, what I mean.
1: the barbecue was off the deck. Okay. Because that would be dangerous. I, I think.
0: don't know. We had a barbecue on the deck. Well, uh, burnt the house down a couple <laughs> times, but worth it.
1: <laughs> Well, we had like a little uh, like brick thing next, like brick. Uh, oh, you had floor, a... really? Yeah. Oh,
0: I thought you meant a. Oh, a brick. No, oh, like a that would Dennis the cool.
1: Menace and uh, Mr. Wilson built. <laughs> sure. Well, Mr. Wilson was building it, and Dennis the Menace put. Uh, he accidentally dropped a walkie-talkie into it, uh, and then Mr. Wilson thought Dennis was like trapped in there and like ripped apart. Yeah, uh, oh, oh boy, he was pissed. <laughs> I think that Mr. Wilson got angry. Yeah, I think that time he actually did hit Dennis.
0: <laughs> hey. <laughs> It was a long time coming. It wasn't if you even me. it
1: w- it was closed fist.
0: <laughs> Imagine if in every story Mr. Wilson hit Dennis.
1: <laughs> I mean, it would have been more true to the time. Yeah. Uh, and like, you know, uh the
0: Mitchell's Dennis's parents would have like turned a blind eye. To they would, they there would there have like, come oh, over and be like, What the hell's going on?
1: Him. And then he would have been like, He ruined my barbecue, and then Mr. Mitchell would have punched Dennis too. Yeah. Um, how old do you think Mr. Wilson was? <laughs> I was thirty. Your age, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I think
0: the Mitchells had Dennis when, like, she was like twenty-one. Oh yeah, and he was that, the Mitchells, 24.
1: I think, were in their late twenties. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of course, they can't control their kid. Yeah, they had no uh, real-world experience. Yeah. I'm saying that you know, Mr. Mitchell probably fought in World War II. And <laughs> Knew more about life by the time he was 22 than I know today. Mm. Um, what were what were we saying? What was your... Oh, charcoal propane or, sure. yeah? yeah. Uh, when I was a kid,
0: a lot... I of... was hoping you'd do your Hank Hill impression, but... Charcoal
1: or propane? Yeah.
0: But what weird does he come down on it?
1: Propane. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you didn't really
0: watch much of King of the Hill, did no, you? No, I knew yeah. that much.
1: He was a propane <laughs> yeah. salesman. Yeah, yeah. Um, the I remember as a kid, a lot of charcoal... And then I think at some point my dad got like sick of the the extra hassle, and we and uh, we switched over to a propane grill.
0: Yeah, we were always propane, and it always uh, seemed to me that the post cooking situation after charcoal is like you still have this hot freaking thing for like yeah. hours. Yeah. There, mm-hmm. and it's like I think my family just didn't want to deal with that. It's like yeah. we're going to turn this off and in an hour the thing's uh, cold as the north pole
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's not true but sure uh i mean just a lot easier to get a propane grill started than a charcoal grill yeah and i think probably a lot less expensive uh as well because you're you're you use propane at a lot slower rate than you go through charcoal. Mm-hmm.
0: And now a lot of people are just like, oh, you really taste the charcoal when you grill something up. And I yeah. like that. Yeah. Do you like that? Um, I've only used, I've only had stuff made on charcoal grill, I think, when somebody was like lighter fluid happy on it. Right. Because like. Yeah. Because there's like people in their 20s are just like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to look how big I can make this flame. Right. It's like, well, now the burger tastes like chemicals.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah, that completely (laughs) negates it. Uh, I mean, I guess maybe, I think maybe charcoal provides like a more even heat, perhaps, Although, you know, modern day propane uh, grills are are pretty good, I think, as well. Right. I mean, you know, charcoal is a lot safer than propane. If you're barbecuing somewhere that's not at your home, it's a lot easier to just bring a little grill and a bag of charcoal than carrying around a big old, like, 15-gallon tank, a 20-gallon tank of propane. 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 Propane.
0: It's good. This is a, we're going to get all the King of the Hill fans on
1: board. <laughs> um, I did like when me and you lived together, we had a propane grill when we had a backyard. Mm-hmm. And I I loved that propane grill because it had a little side burner for beans. I don't remember the side yeah, burner. Yeah, a little side burner for beans. I mean, I think you could use it for things that weren't beans, but that's how it was advertised, and that's how I used it.
0: Nice. Um, yeah. uh it, Look. Propane scares me, though. I feel like a propane tank is going to explode. Does that
1: ever happen, though? Uh, Not under normal use. Yeah.
0: I think it's also because like we technically weren't allowed to have that propane uh, grill in the backyard because they thought it could explode. Yeah, or (laughs) Or just I think it might be illegal
1: in New York City? New York City? No, I don't think so because I bought it in New York City, like-
0: yeah, but they're just like you bought it at a <laughs> Home
1: Depot. They're like, I don't know where you're gonna bring this. Yeah, well, but usually if you can't use something in an area, you also can't sell it in that area, right? Like they can't, they don't sell fireworks in New York City and go like, we you... don't know where you're gonna well, use you them. Because you can't <laughs>
0: sell fireworks, but they're never gonna say you can't sell a propane tank.
1: Yeah, they might. If you can't use it, then you can't sell it. That's government overreach. Well, they don't. Usually, laws aren't like you can sell something, but you can't use it because then people are going to buy it and use it. Obviously,
0: yeah, but it could be like we're gonna—you can sell it for other purposes.
1: I mean, look at marijuana laws in New York right now, Tim. You can use it, but I'm you sorry, can't I'm not buy a it. Drugs, person, I don't know. <laughs> you can use it, but you can't buy it. That's that's usually the way things yeah, go. That's true. I mean, and like you—you'd have a much better chance at getting away with using fireworks in New York than you would selling them.
0: Mm. Yeah, I guess so. I'd like to set off fireworks in New York City. Everybody <laughs> I'd like else to is sell doing fireworks. It. Um, Tom, what would do you? We do
1: though, because then your neighbors would see you doing it, and they'd be like, oh, well, now we know what who the asshole is." Do it in my neighborhood, <laughs> <laughs> you fool. <laughs> um,
0: what do you know about the big green egg? What? The big green egg.
1: Is this a religious thing? No,
0: you, you haven't seen this thing. It's all over the the internet what is it it's a it's a big grill that you put in your backyard it looks like this
1: okay and what makes that so much better than just like a regular grill guess
0: what this is uh a good segue um into the different you call it a backward a backyard <laughs> a backwards barbecue <laughs> a backyard barbecue <laughs> but like that's different from like barbecuing meat yes right? yeah because when you have a barbecue you were grilling. You should yeah. probably call it a backyard grill. Because I know, it's high heat and you're right. really like and it's high direct heat. Yeah. Barbecuing is low and slow. Yeah, and, indirect. and you're not it's indirect and it's not a high heat and it's you put it in there for as long as you can
1: freaking go. I know when I was younger and I heard about like, Oh man, you gotta go to like this barbecue place, I was always like, What? I mean, why would I do that? That's <laughs> that's honestly the worst way to cook food. <laughs> Uh, yeah. and then, yeah, when you have real barbecue, it's like, oh, this is absolutely the best way to cook, you know, meat, most yeah. meat.
0: So the big green egg, I think, is more of a, a barbecue situation. Okay. It's a Kamado style grill. Um And Komodo? we all know what that is. No, Kamado. Klamado. <laughs> okay. You use, uh, lump charcoal. Okay. You're not supposed to use lighter fluid. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, I don't know. It's sweeping the nation. I brought it up because I thought you would know about it. Because it seems like something you would know about.
1: No, I am pretty manly. I do know a lot about men's things, Tim. I uh, subscribe to Maxim Magazine to keep yeah. up on all. Yeah, I,
0: re- I, I subscribe to stuff.
1: Um well, stuff is more tech focused, Tim, and uh, I I'm not into that. Uh, <laughs> I know that about you. How much does that thing cost? The big green egg.
0: Ooh, it's not cheap. Let's see. I'm sure there's friggin' a million uh, versions of it. A million different, it. different options.
1: Yeah. It also I'm I'm still not sold. I'd have well, you to could l- buy
0: apparel and gear too. Ooh, all right. Well maybe Eggs, I'll just get that egg packages. instead. packages. Um uh, f- the cheapest one is fourteen hundred dollars.
1: Fourteen hundred dollars? Yeah,
0: you could get a mini egg for seven twenty nine.
1: Seven twenty nine? Yeah. I thought you were gonna say four hundred dollars, and I was like, "Eh, that's a lot of money." But like, I guess if you're grilling a lot, you could maybe justify it. But fourteen hundred dollars? No. And maybe if that's what uh, this article is talking about. Then they're absolutely right. Fourteen hundred dollars. Cook it in what your what article? Kitchen. The the article oh. about grilling, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, The one <laughs> we've been talking about for the last hour. What article?
0: A Business Insider. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Uh And and I and I can imagine that there are probably a, uh, more knuckleheads than not that have bought this thing and been like, "Well, now I'm an expert grill master." And probably would be better off just cooking in their kitchen. That they bought a $1,400 grill Mm -hmm. and didn't actually learn how to cook things.
0: I mean, maybe they did, though.
1: Oh, I'm sure some people have. but, uh, But I'm saying I think there are probably some people that just bought this and they're like, now when people come over, I can just be like, well, look at me. I've got the most expensive grill there is. And they probably still just burn shit on it.
0: Yeah. Tom, uh... And all that stuff,
1: it's such nonsense to me that there's any kind of like manliness. Like, oh, uh, yeah, you know, who's going to be the grill master? Who's the real man? There's fucking YouTube videos for everything nowadays. Watch yeah. a YouTube video on like how to grill stuff properly. And it's going to be, you know, 10 times better advice than your old man gave you yeah. or whatever. Yeah, enough with your dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying anyone can learn anything. Within yeah. ten minutes nowadays, um, Tom, it's we have fine. a mutual
0: friend, a great mm-hmm. man named Aaron, um, who uh, is building uh, these beautiful cabinets. Yes, yeah. Redoing his entire kitchen. Mm-hmm. He's like, "How'd you learn how to do that?" And he's like, "YouTube."
2: Yeah. And
0: he's like, style, uh, "Craftsman style, yeah. craftsman style. It's great." Uh, Tom,
1: YouTube. Hey, let's hear for YouTube.
0: We should do more YouTube ads.
1: YouTube. Yeah, I think they need them. Um,
0: (laughs) They need us to get the word out about YouTube.
1: No, I mean, YouTube ads, uh, or not YouTube ads, YouTube videos and like some patients and like, you know, uh, a little bit. That's how
0: I became a doctor. (laughs) Exactly,
1: Tim. All these knuckleheads are going out there, spend all this money on medical school. You've just watched some operation videos. And some willing patients to let me uh, operate on them. Yeah, Take out some appendix. You just needed patients and patients. Yeah. And you were able to uh, perform my appendectomy. With with no problem. I wasn't even having any problems. No complaints for you, right? No, but now I I know I can, you know, live out my life never having to worry about my appendix. I mean, you did leave a very, very big, jagged scar across my entire abdomen.
0: You requested that because you thought it would be good to pick up chicks.
1: Tim, I watched this video the other day about this guy. uh, uh, It was a Vice video uh, Pittsburgh Batman. There's. Of course you watched a video called Pittsburgh Batman. It's about this guy in Pittsburgh that dresses up as Batman. Oh, really? You don't say. Yeah, And like, you know, at first I'm like, you know, this is fine. And the guy's explaining, he's like, I've spent $40,000 on, you know, custom made Batman costumes. Um, Cool. And he's like, but look, I've never drank a drop of liquor in my life. I've never done a single drug. Like, this is my vice. This is what I spend money on. And I'm watching this and thinking like, oh, I've abs- I've absolutely spent more than 40 grand on alcohol. <laughs> and I don't have anything to show for it. So more power to you. And, you know, it's like, you know, he, he goes to like hospitals and stuff. So it's like, all right. You know what? This is a guy. He, he gets a kick out of doing this. and He's doing good things. There's no harm to it. But then like later in the thing, you know, and it might have just been the way this was edited. But it seemed like he, he he the last three years he's been going through a divorce, and that that might have spurred some of this stuff. Mm. Um,
0: There's always a a sad story behind like a really in depth uh, yeah. situation like this. So
1: then, but then he's like, you know, I started getting uh, really into you know the idea that like well. And like the dude's ripped, like the dude is in like Batman shape and like he does in Batman he shape. He does like vi- Tom, there's an episode on grilling. What do we <laughs> he do? He does videos. Uh he does like live streams where like he's working out and he's wearing the Batman cowl the whole time. It also seems like he might always have his eyes like darkened, you know, with like black makeup mm-hmm. around him. Um saves time that way, just get it tattooed. Yeah. Uh, but, but so uh, along those lines, here's the thing. He's like, you know, I started thinking about how like in the movies and the comics and everything, Bruce Wayne's back is all scarred up from all of his fights. So I found a local guy who was willing to scar me. So then he just he shows off his back and he's just got a bunch of scars on there. Like somebody's just cut up, literally cut up his back so that his back scarred. And then he liked that so much. He went to somebody else who I couldn't tell exactly what was going on, but it looked like they scarred him in a way so that looked like Catwoman's claws over his shoulder and then tattooed it red so it looked fresh, like a fresh. That's kind of cool, though. It didn't look so cool. It looked kind of like, wow, that's too much. That's. You know, that's now you're getting into like self harm stuff. I think. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I found someone who's willing to scar me. Oh, oh, did you? Well, and and he didn't even say scar. He said I found a guy who's willing to cut up my back. Hmm. (laughs) You found a psychopath on (laughs) on Craigslist. Yeah, who was more than happy. I
0: started. Uh, corresponding with a cannibal cop, <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> he was willing to eat my fingers one by one. he was
1: willing to uh let me pay him to hurt me
0: um tom uh cleaning a grill is a big uh yeah. the point of contention, and this is where I think uh the the author Josh mm-hmm. Barrow has a point uh where he's just like, yeah, I know you brush the grill off, but right. like Nobody's ever really cleaning it. Like you are just grilling on um, the the gross shit that was left behind. But also,
1: that's charred bits and it's that's just like it's taste.
0: fine. It's uh, but I will say this: mm-hmm. public grills in like oh, parks and yeah. stuff.
1: Put, put some tinfoil on that. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> uh,
0: but it's like, what's so different about somebody else's meat that? Because uh, you don't know what kind of meat they were cooking on there. You think it could have been dog meat?
1: Could have been human meat.
0: Mm cannibal cop strikes again exactly
1: it could have been the cannibal cop grilling right before you yeah. i don't know and you don't know like what they put you know how they season their meat and like their But ju-
0: at that point it's burning like
1: the heat is so
0: high that yeah. it's
1: burning well i was anything. gonna say you're also using fire which is God's sanitizer yeah so it's fine ultimately
0: i use God's sanitizer to light up some god's herbs sometimes <laughs> wow yeah
1: that's the way god intended it yeah that's what uh, he of course it. he did yeah um yeah, I I get it that it's kind of gross, but I also think honestly, like, and I'm not, you know, I'm not one of these guys uh uh who's gonna be out here being like, look, you know, uh COVID's good for your immune system. But I uh-uh. do <laughs> I do think that, you know, uh and it's great. Ultimately it's great that we live in a society where like everything's pretty sanitized. Mm-hmm. But I do think sometimes with things like grills, it's like, look, it's not the worst thing in the world if... If, if you get you know, some germs. If you're getting a little dirt, a little char in Let there. Let your
0: kids play in the mud. Yeah. Let your elderly neighbor hit your kid when <laughs> your kid <laughs> tricks him into thinking he was built into his backyard barbecue. Yeah.
1: Um. So that's that's my thoughts on, on that. That, like, I think... And I'm guilty of this. Like, you know... If you think too much about anything, everything's gross. Yeah. So sometimes you just have to turn off your brain, and you can do that by by drinking a lot of alcohol Mm -hmm. while you're at a barbecue. And, you know, like I said, Tim, did I know the burger I was eating was probably undercooked? I did. (laughs) Did I know it would probably make me very sick later that night? Sure. Sure. But it was delicious at the time. And sometimes you just gotta grow up. And guess what? Yeah, grow up,
0: and you're just having fun in the sun with your friends. Having fun,
1: and that three in the morning, horrible diarrhea. Who cares? That's gonna happen regardless. Right. And nobody else, you know, everybody else was in bed, so I wasn't ruining the party by that point.
0: You were ruining your party with your uh, borderline racist jokes that went on so long. Tim,
1: they were all in good fun. Um,. Oh, well, let me also say this, and we've only been talking about grilling meats and you're a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Um, vegetables on the grill, the best. Yeah. The best way to, to uh, grill up some corn, would you rather have boiled corn or grilled corn? Uh, no contest. Uh, grilled, please. Yeah. Or, no,
0: no, this is what the nerd would say. Um, boiled, please. I know I'm, I'm, too, I'm too sensitive for uh, grilled. My,
1: my allergies might act uh,
0: up. It was uh, got a little too charred. I can't take it.
1: Um, but also, uh, uh, you know, things like a nice shish kebab on a grill. Kebab! Pineapple on a grill. You slice up some pineapple you put on a grill. Here's what, here's what I think. Mm-hmm. Everything tastes better a little burned. I think
0: we gotta get rid of this, uh, we have to, we have to stamp out this, uh,
1: uh oh. Be div- careful what you say next. This Tim.
0: divide in America, because of like, oh, manliness, me, blah blah blah. Yeah. Because like, I think the Boomer generation who raised us, mm-hmm. they hated vegetables, because they all came out of like, came out like all mushy from cans and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like even my parents are like vegetables. I'm not so sure, <laughs> right? Yeah. But like, they didn't realize that you could like just like. Put like oil all over them and like mm-hmm. uh, cook them up and like almost burn them and char them and like grill them up. Yeah, I think uh well, people could be into vegetables.
1: Most uh, white boomers were uh, were and and most still are uh, blissfully unaware of seasoning.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of
1: like you, you can put even just some salt and pepper on something; it will make it a lot better. Yeah, let alone get you know get some other spices going in there. Get, yeah, get some olive oil spray. You know, you don't have to uh, deep fry something, but... Get one of the spray bottles. Yeah. Spray everything with it. just a little bit of oil. And olive cook it oil. so it's crispy. Yeah. My, my parents have never had crispy broccoli. <laughs> I've never had crispy food. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Broccoli is a huge one. Yeah.
0: You, am I, like It's like uh, t- t- getting my parents yeah. to eat broccoli that I've made. <laughs> but, like <laughs> They come to my home and I'm like, hey, eat this. They're like, broccoli. I don't know, Tim.
1: I I I forget what place it was, but I went to a place that had something that was, I think it was called like Burn Broccoli. <laughs>
0: Tom, we were at uh, a steakhouse together. Yes. For a bachelor party. Uh huh. Burnt broccoli, totally a thing. Yes. The best thing. It was the only thing on that. I menu don't know I could how eat. they did it. I've done it. I've replicated. Oh you can, really? Burnt broccoli is a thing. You can yeah. look it up. YouTube. YouTube video. Oh, okay. Um, it's the best thing because it like disintegrates in your mouth. Yeah. A little bit, like the very edges. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If it's done right, it's like each individual little. Uh, not like, floret, but smaller than that.
0: Yeah, each of the little like branches off the tree. Yeah, that it's is
1: individually yeah. burned, so not in a way where they all like congeal together into one big burn. No,
0: part. they it's like delicious. melt in your mouth or like disintegrate, and then like uh, the stem is all like uh, uh, crispy, perfect. Yeah, yeah it's good. Mm-hmm. Burnt broccoli. Burnt, I bet you could do that
1: on a freaking grill. Burnt veg- just burnt vegetables in general. You
0: just put vegetables in. Aluminum foil, put it on the grill for a while.
1: Put it on the uh, on the hood of your car under the. Well, we're bonnet.
0: talking about grill- grilling, though, Tom.
1: You can grill on your car, Tim. Car you can drilling. you can That's grill the on your engine. Of all yeah, yeah. And we haven't even really talked about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a whole
0: episode on uh, you know, engine grilling. Yeah, it'll be a Top Gear complete guide. It's Look, crossover.
1: If as long as you've got it wrapped up nicely, uh, so that you know uh, none of the like uh, fumes are getting in. That's what you can cook. If you like the show, you can find out more
0: at TCGTE.com. Uh, become a patron. Tom, we should say the patron, uh, Patreon thing earlier. Yes. Follow us on Patreon or t- donate to us on Patreon. Become a patron. Subscribe. Subscribe. You get a weekly episode of Books the Podcast or something even more fun, like Tim and Tom Get High. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, we're finishing up The Secret. Yeah. So... This is why I'm so happy, Tom. I've gotten everything I want out of life.
1: Oh, yeah. And the book, And you've just got even more to come at this point. Yeah.
0: I'm just attracting everything. You, too, can learn how. You don't even have to buy the book. (laughs) You subscribe to the Patreon for much cheaper. And you can get uh, early ad-free episodes um, and polls occasionally. (laughs) you take.
1: Well, yeah. You can help decide things. Patreon.com slash complete guide.
0: Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Complete Guide. Nope. At TCGTE. Yes. You can follow us on Twitter at Complete Guide. Yes. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I just have the same thing. It's your pal Tim. Both yeah,
1: ways. and I'm at Tom Reynolds.
0: Um, there's a Discord.
1: Mm-hmm. Complete Guide. There are now emotes in there.
0: Yeah, go join the Discord. There's it's fun. A, there's a there's a fun conversation going on at all times. It used to be a lot more booming. I think. Uh, people got a little less enthusiastic when they asked Tom to enable these emotes. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I did. And then he didn't. <laughs> and, and then, then I just were started just like, banning people. Yeah, and then Tom, they were like, uh, dude, Tom doesn't care about this. I'm in there. I care about it. Um, <laughs>
1: but unfortunately, you don't know how to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: Very true. But I'll answer questions if I can figure it out. Um, and then Reddit, uh, complete guide. Yeah. Right?
1: Yes. No. Um, TCGTE. God is damn the it. reddit just try Look, all the try, things yeah we got <laughs> tcgt you'll find us everywhere
0: yeah. uh, anything else we should
1: plug i think that's it you you want to plug uh this uh, is not YouTube? gonna be
0: true no oh yeah
1: youtube <laughs> <laughs> youtube.com they've got a lot of videos on there um tim neither of us currently own grills i think right yeah
0: neither of us have outside space this yeah. sucks
1: This sucks. But neither of us even have a George Forming, or do you have a George Forming?
0: No, I have a nice- uh,
1: Oh, uh, a counter- uh, A grill plate, uh, a cast iron thing. I gotta get one of those.
0: Yeah, I've been making veggie dogs on it all week. There was uh, an extra package of veggie dogs floating around from the cabin.
1: Oh, I've been um, uh, cooking hot dogs in my air fryer, Ooh, which is uh, a pretty nice way to do it, too. They get crispy the same way they do on a grill. That's cool. Also, I started buying just not the cheapest hot dogs possible and blown away at the results. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, that, <laughs> I hate that this is true, but like, you don't buy the cheapest version of something. <laughs>
1: it's better. It's better.
0: Yeah. And like, I like to be a guy that's like, oh, no, it's all just as good. You're falling for the marketing. Yeah. But
1: that's true. true for some products, it is not true for all products.
0: Cars. The bad car is as good as a good car
1: (laughs) there's no difference between a uh i can't even think of what like a cheap car is a no-name brand car (laughs) one of the cars that
0: we drive (laughs) i got got news for you
1: (laughs) and uh and uh, a lamborghini yeah um I don't know. We'll we'll start. They're they're gonna start selling no name cars soon. I think because the, all these like Chinese car manufacturers have popped up, like yeah, that make electric uh, cars mm-hmm. in China. You know, for sale in China. I think more and more of them will be like we'll sell over here, and it'll be like no, actually, technically, it's a bicycle. <laughs> like considering the size and weight, but you can drive it on the highway. I think
0: that will be the case. wow. Speaking of cool, yeah vehicles i think what will happen is what we were talking about off mic a couple days ago um like instagram marketing branding companies will be like uh contracting those companies to make cars and then brand it like (laughs) uh i don't know kiwi car or something and and you'll buy it through an instagram ad
1: i mean that'd Um, be cool if they could make a complete guide to everything cars and yeah. then we could we could sell those and just get an affiliate I fee. I
0: feel like that's the <laughs> lawsuit waiting to happen.
1: No, we'll have some like fine print of like we're not responsible for anything that happens in this car. This car is not meant to be driven <laughs> by by human beings that will be in the in the fine print. And look, everybody wins. You get a car for five hundred dollars and we get a little off the top. See you next week.